that week was just, it just changed everything for me going forward. I wasn't a cancer patient for a while, you know? I got to be a builder, I got to be a mechanic, I got to be a part of this tribe of women that was doing something bigger than themselves. And doctors and nurses and everyone that took care of me, they cured that disease for me, but this truck build and these women, they saved me. and welcome to a new edition of the award-winning Talking About Cars, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities. I'm Randy Cardoon. You've seen and heard Bogie Latiner on All Girls Garage, and she's even stopped by to visit us a couple of times on our Talking About Cars podcast. But Bogie is not only a car girl, she's a bit of a crusader for women in the automotive industry. One of her recent builds was for a 1957 Chevy pickup she called the Montage. It had a rather unusual power plant for a custom Chevy pickup. It was not just an engine. It was a BMW engine. What made it even more interesting is that only women built the truck. In fact, it took all of 90 women from various automotive and non-automotive backgrounds who ended up working on the car and getting it done. At a recent reception at her shop, 180 Automotive in Phoenix, she unveiled what would be their second build. Um, so last time we built the 57 Chevy, we put a BMW engine in it because it made people go, huh? And anytime somebody goes, huh, we get to talk to them about women in the trades and why supporting women in the trades is so important. And so this time we're doing another project that makes people go, huh? What we are building is a 19... 61. We ready for it? <laughs> so this is a, go ahead, 1961 Volvo PV544. Do any of you even know what that is? Yes. <laughs> so we're going to take this and we're going to turn it into something similar caliber to that. We're going to do quite a bit of modification to this, customization to it. The owners and the Carlos. Guys, come on up here. So these guys are really awesome because they have allowed us, who's going to say, yep, we'll let newbies work on our vehicle? <laughs> so these guys have said, yes, we're okay with you taking two years to build this. Yes, we're okay with people making mistakes and learning on this. We're cool with that. Because this gentleman is really excited about supporting his daughter and becoming whatever she wants to be and cheering on women in the trades. And she's gonna get involved in this, right? You're gonna help out? She's already helping me pick out the color. <laughs> so we're really excited. We're gonna be announcing details about how to get involved in the build over the next couple of months. Stay tuned on social media, Bogey's Garage, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the rest of it, and the website, of course. Um, and anybody who is female is welcome to come and play. We don't care what your skill level is. If you don't know what a ratchet is and you call it a clicky clicky tool, that's cool. <laughs> we still love you. We want you to come and build this thing with us. That's what this is all about. Help us spread the word. Help us bring more women into this project. I caught up with Brianna Hoon and her daughter who came from Minnesota all the way to Phoenix to work on the montage. And then we were later joined by Jackie Giles, who plans to join the group for the first time to work on the Volvo project. At first, it was extremely overwhelming. There was a, I personally felt a ton of pressure, but once I got there and I met the other women, it was like all support all around. Everyone was happy and they were interested in learning the new trades that other people knew. They were interested in sharing the things that 
they knew, that you didn't know. No one cared if you made a mistake. It was just carry on, let's try it differently this time. It was mind-blowing and everyone was understanding of everybody else's problems and self-esteem issues and confidence issues. Then you left there feeling a whole lot better about yourself. So did you have any automotive background at all? Not really. Um, I just do welding, metal work. And so it wasn't, I had done a few panels on vehicles before, um, like rust repair, but that was it. <laughs> so Jackie here is going to, here, come on, step in a little bit here. Jackie here is going to be doing her first time. Any advice? Learn everything. Listen, absorb it all, and just go nuts trying stuff. Don't hold back. Don't be afraid. Don't let yourself get in your head. Just, just go with it. Everybody is wonderful. Some of us are weird, but we're great. <laughs> Jackie, uh, do you have any automotive background at all? Yes, I'm currently working on cars right now. I work, um, I do collision work, so body work. Very good, very good. <laughs> okay, so how did you hear about this? Um, Facebook. <laughs> That's how I knew about Bogey, and then I saw her at Barrett-Jackson last year. And I talked to her, and she told me about classes that they teach um, for women. And so I've taken some of those classes, and that's how I got to know her and found out about this build. Have you been to any meetings yet with everybody? or No, <laughs> no meetings. <laughs> You're not that organized? No, not yet. Okay, well, that's good, I guess. You're not that organized. That's all right. <laughs> so how many women did you have working on the project last time? I think there was 90 total. Really? But yeah. you never all showed up at the same time. No, I had gone down a total of six or seven times, I think, throughout. So I'm, I met a good portion of them, but definitely not all. What did they tell you as far as when you could start? On this new project? I don't know when we're starting. I don't do you know, I have no do you know idea you? yet. Nope, we don't know anything yet. Okay. It's Is all it? in the master's head. Was this the first time that you've seen the vehicle or knew what vehicle you were talking about? Yes, I just found out. Okay, we're standing in front of it right now. What do you guys think of the vehicle? I think I'm going to get a lot of miles on my airplane <laughs> account. <laughs> There's plenty to do. I think it'll be a lot of work, but it sounds like it's going to be really fun. You really don't know what you're in for until after sandblasting, so yes. <laughs> this could get worse. <laughs> yes. So you come down here just to work on the car? Yes. Oh, yes. wow, okay. And I've made some friends, so I come visit them. That's fascinating <laughs> that you came all the way down from Minnesota to do that. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Why, what drove you to do it? Um, Bogey found me on Instagram and then sent me a message saying, you know, I see you do fabrication and the metalwork. Would you be interested in coming to help on this crazy idea I have? I was like, yeah. And then once it started, and then I have a, I have a nine-year-old daughter who has been in the shop with me since she was four. And so I was like, you know, this is how to make a difference. If I can get one little girl started, other little girls might see that can get in there and do some stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't know, I did it for her mostly, <laughs> for others like her. And you've been involved oh, in this, right? Hi, Hi. what's your name? Raina. Raina, so you've been involved. What did you do on the truck build? Me and my mom did a like fixed part of the door and I welded part of the floor. I don't remember what it's called. How old are you? I am now nine, 
going to turn 10 this year, but I was eight when I did this. An eight-year-old welder. When did you first learn to weld? Four years old. What was your first thought when mom kind of gave you these tools that sprouted out fire and sparked and all that stuff, and you said, hey, I want to do this? I don't really remember. <laughs> Which do you like better? Electric or gas welding? Make welding. What do you want to do when you grow up? Do you want to do welding or what would you rather do? You make a decent amount of money welding. Otherwise, I'm probably going to start at a Dairy Queen stop and then go to Hewitt or something. You're going to start off at Dairy Queen and eventually graduate to welding. Give me a high five. That's pretty cool, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That's an accomplished young lady already. It is. So did you uh, start off your career by working at any known restaurants that we know about? I actually did start working at Dairy Queen. That was my first Seriously? job. Seriously? really is. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. sensing sponsorship capabilities here. Do you realize that? Or at least food during the breaks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, there she you go. She working at Dairy Queen. That was my first job. Did yeah. you really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was a... I think like three years I spent at Dairy Queen. Okay, what did you do at Dairy Queen? You make the ice cream. Okay, and what did you do at Dairy Queen? Yeah, made ice cream, decorate cakes. And My brain <laughs> just exploded. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Bogey knows the potential of Dairy Queen in the background. Of, start recruiting from Dairy I think you should do that. Start recruiting from Dairy Queen. I like that idea. Rachel, Letty, and Ariel joined Bob Beck and myself. We're also looking to continue work on cars or at least make their debut on the Volvo project. What kind of experience in automotive did you have before you came on the build? Zero. What did you do for a living? I'm a welder. A welder. All right, so you could do some of the fabrication work. Yeah. Okay, so what about you? What experience did you have in automotive? Uh, I actually came from restoration. I was doing that for about three years, and now I'm a full-time welder. Very good. Okay, and what about you? Um, I was a Volkswagen technician for four years, and now I work on uh, manufacturing equipment for a company that makes water bottles. So I fix the machines. Okay, so what do you hope to bring to this bill? Now, you guys didn't weren't involved in the montage, right? Uh, we were not, unfortunately. You were, yeah. you were. How, how cool was that? I mean, did you know what you were getting into initially? Um, no, it was a really good experience. A lot of customizing for the truck, and it was awesome to get to know over 90 women, a part of the build. Lots of, lots of new friends. <laughs> and how did you guys find out about it? Um, well, I'm part of this group. It's called Female Mechanics Alliance, and where it's a professional women get to network with each other, and Bogey had posted something into that group, and uh, I saw it. And I tried to be part of the last montage, but I lived in a, in a different city at the time and wasn't able to make it up here. So I want to be part of this one for sure. Did you move here? I did. I moved here. For this? Well, I moved here to have a better professional network, but yeah, actually, of for a lot of it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I, not that you'd move all the way over here just for this. I don't know anybody that moves to, for a Volvo. I mean, you know, I could be, I could be wrong, but what Don't about worry you? about him. I like that car. <laughs> That, that just car looks just it's going to be cool when you guys get it done and no one's done one that's the other cool part about it so what what do you expect to do on the car weld whatever needs to be welded i don't have much car experience but i'm willing to learn so you're going to oh yeah i'm excited you talked about that alliance bogey talks a lot about the reaction to her trying to make it in this business and all that. Do you guys pretty much agree that it's been kind of a rough row as far as trying to get into the automotive business? Yeah, I've had my fair share of trials, but you earn your respect, so. Mm -hmm. 
Right, how long have you been a welder? Four years. Where'd yep. you get your experience? I went to Arizona Automotive Institute. Talk about how you've, you've kind of found yourself as far as uh, being accepted in the business. Um, coming into the industry, I was a complete newbie, so I didn't have a whole lot of experience, but each shop you gain a little, so you definitely earn respect along the way. And, and what about up. you as far as gaining experience and also uh, the reaction you've seen as far as trying to make it in this business, which is pretty much mostly men? Yeah. Well, um, when I first told my fellow coworkers that I was going to be a technician, uh, a lot of them were like, oh, wouldn't you make more money as a service advisor? Or, uh, you know, they, they were trying to deter me, like, oh, service advisors make more money if you're a woman and stuff like that. So um, that was one of also the driving factors that made me push a little harder to be like, you know what? I know that I would be good at this. And um, I did face some sexism. There's been times when I gave someone my diagnosis and they just completely doubted me and were like, is there another technician around? that they kind of asking for reassurance and it was through those like trials and errors I, I knew how to handle the future situations that I face so. What do you expect to get out of this as far aside from building a car? Well I hope that I can help uh, other women that are looking forward to joining this career and I want hopefully to reassure them like it may be challenging but it's well worth the growth and it's well worth the journey and it's well worth you know, meeting more women like us who decide to go in our own path rather than following traditional paths. Same question with you. What do you hope to get aside from putting together a Volvo? What do you expect to uh, get for yourself as far as completing something like this? Um, I hope to meet more women in the trade. The percentage of tradeswomen is very small and I feel like opportunities such as this will make other women realize I don't have to be a nurse or a hairstylist. I could be a mechanic or a welder or a technician. So it's, it's very possible. I'm, I hope more women decide to join the trade. What do you expect to get out of this besides fixing up a Volvo? Uh, definitely the connection and the network between other females in the trade, especially the ones who come from all over the country to be part of something like this. I think it's very exciting and empowering. And also, just the experience about cars, like it's a whole new ball game for me, so. When you're working your regular job, you're welding, what industry are you primarily working in or is it a, a shop that fabricates? It's manufacturing production. I build overhead workstation cranes. Bogie's interest in cars surfaced years ago when she originally was going to pursue a career as an attorney. So I studied uh, pre-law for my undergrad degree and really thought that I was gonna grow up to be a lawyer one day. Uh, I had fallen in love with cars in high school, in high school auto shop with my Volkswagen Bug, and I didn't really see it as a career path necessarily, so I went off to college and I did what I was supposed to do, and, and I loved it. College was great, it was a great experience, I wouldn't trade it for the world. However, I really missed working with my hands, and I missed that satisfaction of taking something broken and seeing it drive down the road and knowing I did that, I made that, I built that, I fixed that. And so I shocked my, my whole family and friends and, and all of that, my whole circle. And I want to know what happened. Tech school. You got you to tell us what happened when you broke the news to your folks. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave lawyerism and I'm going to start going into car stuff. Well, my, my parents hate when I tell this story. But, um, and they're very supportive now. They absolutely adore me. But my mom, for the first three years after I started tech school, would send me the guide to U.S. law schools as a birthday present every year. Yeah, yes, <laughs> except I only sent her the LSAT book once. Uh -huh. <laughs>
for a present. Take your word for it. So what do you make, Dad, of, of her and the, and the cars that she's doing and really what she's doing for other women getting involved in the business? Well, it's part of where she was going when she came out of college. She had this idea of doing garages around the country to train women from deprived backgrounds in automotive arts uh, because it's what she was in love with, and she figured it would come in handy for, for others. So, uh, and now she's getting there, so, I mean, she, it's kind of been a long way around. She had to make a name first, but uh, I, well, people ask me if I'm proud of her. And I said, no, I had nothing to do with it. The best thing I did for her was getting out of her way. And getting out of the rain's way, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yes, I'm very, uh, I'm very impressed by her. But I don't take pride because it wasn't my doing. She did it herself. It's unbelievable what she's been able to do over the last several years. Plus, she's now on TV doing this show. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm in awe of her all the time. And I'm constantly posting things about her on Facebook. Oh, you are? I'm the proud mama. So you basically are her publicist. Yes. Yeah, and I tell everybody, no, I'm, I'm not really. But I, she's got, she's got, she's got, it wouldn't have happened, but. Thanks. She's got professionals to do that work. You're getting better at publicity. Yeah, but I tell everybody to go to Bogey's 180 and sign up for the, to work on the build. Yeah. Anybody that wants to listen, I tell about my daughter. So did you ever work on the, uh, the montage originally? Did you take part in that? I did, but I didn't have much to contribute. And I, I did a little. You I mean, I was there. I volunteered a little bit, but not much. Well, what I did you do? I dinner and had everybody come up and go in the pool. Oh, good. Yeah. And I have all these great daughters yep. now. So I have a whole tribe of adopted daughters and one day we got to take Raina out and we were her grandparents we took her that to the museum fun. that was fun so yeah we're we're there to to be there and do whatever we need to do help out did you have any input i mean as far as the cars that they did little oh as far as cars were concerned up front well, for example picking a volvo or, or just the cars she chooses no 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 did she come to you and ask any advice on anything no no she uh, she will tell you that she, she resented. I used to drag her to auto shows. And she actually loved it, but she was always exhausted. She, she, was, she was very young at the time. But she's never been into design, uh, that, which is what got me. She was into taking things apart and putting them together. And that's still what she's, as far as she's concerned, a car is just a big jigsaw puzzle. When she was four years old, she took adult jigsaw puzzles. Took them apart, put them together. Took it apart, put it together. Just what she likes to do and that's still what she's doing basically she will tell you uh, that she did not learn much about cars from me as far as she's concerned I never worked on a car I did used to change my own oil back when it was a way to save some money that's good that's <laughs> working on a car uh, yeah and at the time I would have learned how to tune a car except I couldn't afford a torque wrench so I, I never got that there. You hand tighten the, the spark plugs, it doesn't work so well. No, no, it doesn't work too well. You were we're, we're from New Jersey, and I'm a Jersey girl. I don't pump gas. We moved to Phoenix. I still don't pump gas. Do they have people that pump gas here? No way. No, it's not her. I do it for her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, do you drive, right? Of course. Okay, so I was thinking, what if you ever come to a gas station and need gas? 
I have to do it. It's terrible. <laughs> I hate it. Because, see, in New Jersey, we don't have to do that. We put our credit card out the window. It's very civilized. Oregon, I think they do that, too. Oregon. Yeah, the two states of the Union. So I get made fun of a lot, but I'm... I'm adamant. I'm not pumping gas. <laughs> okay. And I don't work on my car, but I AAA card. Do you give bogey your card? Hmm? Do you give your bogey your car to get worked on? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, Absolutely. With my car we bought because of bogey. Never would have occurred to me to buy a BMW. She put me in one. 20,000 miles on it. <laughs> and now it has 220,000 miles on it. And still drives like a new car. I have a BMW Master Tech in the family. No wonder. Yes. So up till now, we've heard plenty from women who have worked on the Project Montage cars and plan on working on the Volvo. However, one is a special story. Shauna Denny, she says she owes part of her life to the Montage Project, I talked with both her and friend Joni Butler. So in 2017, I got diagnosed with cancer, and I was um, in treatment, just kind of sitting at home, waiting for the next day, right? And uh, always had an interest in cars, came from my dad. And I, so I was kind of lurking on a Facebook group where there were a lot of female mechanics. And I saw a posting for this project. And I got all excited and, you know, sent my information and said, hey, this is the we the one week I can come. It's this week because I have chemotherapy before and I have chemotherapy after. So if you guys can take me this week, I'll come this week. If not, you know, good luck on your build and I'm really excited for you. And I didn't hear anything for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden I got an email that was, yeah, that's great. It's perfect. Come out this week. And, you know, these are the arrangements and we'd love to have you. So I went. And that week was just, it just changed everything for me going forward. So, In what way? Um, I wasn't a cancer patient for a while, you know. I got to be a builder. I got to be a mechanic. I got to be a part of this tribe of women that was doing something bigger than themselves. And, um, you know, I, and I've told Bogey before, and I, I say it a million times, that the Doctors and nurses and everyone that took care of me, they cured the disease for me. But this truck build and these women, they saved me because they gave me the reason to, to keep on fighting. And they gave me something else to be other than a cancer patient. They gave me something to do while I was in the hospital, something to be proud of and to be a part of and, and something bigger than the disease. And I, you know, it was a, it was a bad diagnosis. And I really, really believe that the reason why I'm still here is because I got to be a part of this group of women, and that made all the difference. Yeah. What kind of cancer did you have? I had a, a stage three endometrial. Um, so yeah, it was bad. That's pretty serious. <laughs> it was bad, but um, I'm all good now. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, Congratulations. Now, or they call it NED. So I'm no evidence of disease now, and um, it was six chemotherapy treatments, 36 radiations, nine surgeries, and a truck build to get me back to good. <laughs> I think all doctors should probably prescribe that, don't 100%, you think? 100%, 100%. Before this all happened, though, did you have any background in automotive or any building or anything? I was um, a district manager for an auto parts company at the time, and my dad, working with my dad and spending time in the garage with him, you know, that was always my my happy place, was 
that's the place I got to be with my dad. And this gave us another excuse to kind of come closer together when I was sick, other than just my dad taking care of his sick daughter. This was my dad and I spending time together, talking about the truck and talking about the build and sharing stories. And, and then the cancer just kind of faded away. And that was fantastic. That's an incredible story. It's a 100% tr true. And I am so excited to be a part of the new build, 100%. OK, beat that. I can't beat that. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm not going to try to beat no, no, that. No, I'm kidding, of course. Okay, so how did you get involved? I got involved uh, social media, just watching a, a dear friend of mine get involved, and I said, hey, you know, that looks like something I could really, you know, I could really enjoy. I, I would love to be a part of it. Being a metal fabricator welder, it was something that I knew I could bring something to the table that, you know, I could probably help with this truck. So. I was very, very fortunate to the first week that I showed up on the build was the week that Shauna just discussed. And I, I want to say that that was such a life-enhancing week for anyone who was there in Bogey's Garage that week. I think it completely changed their perspective and their life meaning. And I, I don't mean that lightheartedly. Uh, it was something that words really can't describe. We're trying to put it into words. But it was something that it was more heartfelt than anything. Um, she just saying that because I let her shave my head. <laughs> she did let me shave her head. That was awesome. That that was part of the camaraderie. It was part of the support system that we created. Is when when Shauna was there, you know, we we knew that she had a tough road ahead, and we wanted to do everything we could to make it a positive experience. And we didn't want to talk about the C word. That was something that we didn't want to have come up. But at the same time, we knew. Um, but it was something that, again, there was so much love within the place that just took over and we just built a truck. At the time you, this was all happening, where about were you in the build? Do you remember? I That was in May. So that was literally about midway through the build. So that's when a lot of just just the metalworking was going on, we had bodywork going on, we had, you know, again, a lot of mechanical stuff just starting. Um, the truck wasn't even painted yet, so it was trying to get the truck prepped for paint. Um, so there were so many different things going on in literally every different department of a vehicle build. So, it was pretty awesome. What are your thoughts as you see the empty husk shell of a Volvo from the early 60s as your next build? Well, for me personally, being a fabricator and metal worker, and now I'm kind of going off onto design. Um, yeah, I'm saying let's dump it and tub it. But you know, again, it's it's not my build, so that'll be something for all the girls to figure out. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I see I see a lot of work, but I'm very very thankful and very grateful that they've decided to do a two-year build. So I I think now that the uh, the uh, timeline has been sent, you know that. Uh, the creative sides can come out and it can actually be completed properly. So, Talk about when you were going through all of this, what did you end up doing on the truck itself? So I helped a lot with the brakes. Um, that was kind of my thing that I tried to take. Uh, but a lot of it was just supporting roles. So just being able to be in the periphery of these women and watch Joni do her thing and just weld and fabricate like nobody's business and breathe wherever she went and watch her and Raina taught me to weld. I was the one, right, that got to learn to weld from an eight-year-old. Um, and the painters and the Des, the body people and just like 
being able to be in the periphery of these women was enough for me. So anything they needed, that's what I did. Where do you want to go from here? I mean, obviously, do you want to get involved in the car building or mechanics? Or where do you take all this knowledge that you've uh, learned? So automotive will always be an interest in my life. Uh, cars will always be a thing for me. Um, professionally, it's all about supporting women in the trades and being a voice for, for that girl that wants to work on cars and maybe doesn't get invited to the table and being able to draw attention to these projects and other projects like this um, to, to help make a path for, for women to be whatever they want to be, you know? And I'm so grateful to Bogey for creating this project and for having the courage to do it again because I wouldn't be able to do it again. Um, so yeah, that's that's really all it comes down to. Cars will always be a thing for me and professionally, I'm just excited to help kind of clear a path for women to do what they want to do. Where do you take the knowledge and the camaraderie as far as your professional life? You already do welding, you already do that other stuff. I've always worked on cars. Um, I did 20 years in, in the automotive building exhaust systems. Um, this and I did take kind of a break and then I got it back in on, on the Chevy Montage. Um, I have definitely taken on more projects. I'm definitely doing more fabricating. Um, I've definitely decided to ramp my skills up to more sheet metal, just being able to custom fabricate absolutely anything. So I, I noticed a gap within the um, industry as far as metal workers, as far as females, and there's, there's none. There's really such a lack of them that I learned that I have to share my skill. I have to go out and I have to seek out more knowledge so I can share it. Um, so it's really somewhat kind of fired me up just to be better, do better, and learn more so I can share it. And um, That's why this is such an important thing, not just a matter of you guys doing a car. It's got nothing to do about just building a car. That's honestly, that's the furthest thing for many of our minds. The, the relationships, the friendships, the camaraderie, that is why we're here. That's what keeps us coming back. Um, it's really, the cars are so secondary, and I know that everyone says that, but it's so very true. I mean, who doesn't love the cars? I mean, listen to that going on in the background. I mean, I, my, my heart's palpitating. Um, but at the same time, I couldn't be more happier with the people that are right by my side right now. That's more important. The project will be a two-year build. For more information about the build, keep checking on Bogey's website, 180automotive.com. Remember to subscribe to Talking About Cars on Radio.com, iTunes, and KNX1070.com, so that way you can be notified when a new podcast is uploaded and you won't miss a thing. And if you're on iTunes, please give us five stars and leave a comment about what you think of the podcast. That way we could hit a better and higher rating. That's right. It's all about the comments. It's all about the ratings. So help us on that if you could. That would be great. Don't forget our website is TalkingAboutCars.net. And you can follow us on our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me as we have some fun talking about cars.